Welcome to Deeper Dive, and I'm your host, Jay Wald. And this is... And this is Dawn. Hi, everybody. Yes. Yes, this is Dawn. You, you, you're on time. Thank you. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> and this broadcast is brought to you by, or should I say podcast? Oh, this is a broadcast. This is nice. This is nice. Okay. I can think we can deal with it. All right. This is uh, episode 50, season mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. And uh, this podcast is brought to you by Plantation SDA Church. Mm-hmm. And the lady that's on my side named Dawn is the world's best ever. I want to tell everybody in the oh. entire world. She is in the clutch. She came through to me last week in the clutch. Hey. I really appreciate that. In hey, the clutch. You're welcome. You're welcome, Joe. Amen to you. Amen to you. And we also want to thank our podcast listeners. And we want to thank them for taking the time out to listen to us. And whatever social media you may be using, of course. Uh, any questions and comments or concerns, please contact us via WhatsApp, 954-388-8780. And guess who is back? Mm. From way out west. <laughs> what up, what up? What up? Westside. She's doing a PJ with the fingers. <laughs> PJ in the house. I wish it was a special <laughs> sign for like Hawaii West Side. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Aloha. You know, you show a pineapple. Aloha, aloha. <laughs> yeah, show a pineapple on a, like a gold chain pineapple. What up? <laughs> really, Joe? Really? I know, I know. It is what it is. I know. <laughs> Welcome back, PJ. Pastor Jennifer Hernandez. Glad to be here. Glad to yes, be right. here. It's a blessing to have you on. You have had an interesting, what, two weeks, it seemed like? Mm, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, like three I said, weeks. before we get... I don't even know uh, where we three are. Three weeks. Though. Okay. Three weeks. Well, before we get into the juicy stuff, we always have to give a word of prayer. Mm-hmm. Father God, thank you once again for all that you have done for us. We're not worthy in any way, shape, or form, but Lord, your grace and mercy abounds, and we want to thank you. Thank you, Lord, for dying on that old record cross for us to save our save ourselves lord because we can't do it ourselves it's only because of you thank you for this podcast thank you for making it a success lord thank you for the people that listen to it and thank you for our speakers lord thank you for everybody that makes everything possible for your glory in the name of jesus amen 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 all righty embracing the promise mm-hmm you know, every time I think about this, I think about when you do sermons, Pastor Jen, they're mm. more about you in a lot of ways. Mm. They are. Mm-hmm. They are. And the reason why you chose this title was? Well, actually, it's kind of it's kind of funny because Brother Lyndon texted me. Um, I don't know, just, uh, I don't know, sometime this past weekend, he says, you know, I've noticed are you in a series called Embracing? Because <laughs> everything in the last oh, few oh, I can see you doing that. In the last few, you've, but you never said anything. And the funny thing is, I, you know, I guess I thought it would be like a click, like after my fifth seminary. But I didn't know I had to inform people that I'm doing mm-hmm. a series. Yeah, I know, I know. So this is the what? I think this is the sixth installment of Embracing. But I guess the reason I chose embracing the promise, because as you all know, we've been on this, me, my family and I, we've been on this journey, this Mm -hmm. year of embracing different things. 
And I mean, what has it been embracing peace, embracing freedom, and et cetera, et cetera. And so now we turn our, our eyes towards and our hearts towards the reason um, mm-hmm. of the season. And this has always been, Christmas has always been my most favorite favorite holiday because it just so many great childhood memories um yeah associated with Christmas and so you know the reason I chose it is because you know what are we what are we embracing of course we're embracing we're embracing the fact that Jesus came but what is it about it Mm. why did he come that's why Mm -hmm. I chose that title let me ask you something pastor why do you think in your personal opinion why do you think God chose for jesus to come to earth that way it's such a simple thought you know he had to identify with this some way so if he came mm-hmm. as a teenager because you know the prophecies were looking for a man right yeah, the yeah. man can save um, people from their sins they weren't thinking humankind baby you know mm-hmm. but if he had come in any other form if he had come as an angel couldn't have done it. it it wouldn't have equalized because angels are you know perfect they mm-hmm. um if he had come as god without humanity that wouldn't have done it either so i believe that he came as he did so everybody could identify i just saw this i just saw this commercial and at first i was like eh, i'm not sure about that but the more i thought about it it was a commercial for a church, I believe, um, um, and it was featuring young girls and, and guys as well, and mm-hmm. the things that kids get into, right? And then it says, Jesus was born to a pregnant, um, Jesus was born to a teenager. Mm. Yeah. Jesus gets, mm-hmm. teen. Jesus gets teens. Oh, wow. Mm. wow. You know, and, and first I thought, you know, my first, you know, my first motherly thought was, Oh, look at that. Look at that commercial. They just they just made a way for um, it. OK, it, it being OK to having sex and having children out of wedlock. Yeah. You know? But then mm-hmm. I thought, no, wait, no, hold on. I thought, hold on. This covers. So, so if you think about this covers kids getting put into situations that um, are dangerous, mm. you know, mm-hmm that they would have no control over hmm. um some some of course you know they make their own choices but some some kids are are, are products of some babies are products of rape hmm. of, of, of yes yes, um, yes. Of, of things that these teenagers cannot control so it even opened my mind up wide, wider you know <laughs> yes jesus does get teenagers hmm. and so if he had come any other way do Jesus would understand from the viewpoint of Mary, you know, how he came, dirt mm-hmm. poor people, yeah. people, people that don't have homes, whose homes are, they're used to third world countries, people who live in huts, how do they give birth to their babies? Yeah, It's not, it's yeah. not a beautiful thing. No, it's not. It's not a beautiful thing. It's not this glorified thing that we have in the U.S. where, you know, you get a buffet after you, <laughs> the women are given a buffet after they've given birth. Mm. You know, so if you, I was thinking if Jesus had come any way else, 
he wouldn't have been I'd be he wouldn't be able to identify with the furthest margins of society but he came this way so that he could identify from the ground up understood going through uh the stages of of life to mm-hmm. little boy adolescence being taught exactly. by his parents the mm-hmm. wisdoms of the ways learn to trade things of that nature I, I wish you know sometimes i wish the bible had recorded some things in jesus's life where i don't know he, he gets into an argument with his siblings or or, <laughs> yeah. or 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 something something else you know we know that he stayed at the temple and he you know mom and dad had to search for him for three days and all that but i just wish the bible gave a little bit more of his childhood you know right. did he did he did he think that some of his parents um rules were just wrong like normal yeah. teenagers do mm-hmm. but because he was in the servanthood of the father he obeyed everything you know you just wonder that's it think about it so i have a question along those lines obedience and teenagers and obedience if we have christ as our example mm. And he's grown up and we see like when he was 12, he was in the temple and he's preaching and he's talking and he's got all this knowledge and he's so obedient still to his parents, even though he knows that, you know, God is his father. Why are our children as teenagers not as obedient? Do they just not get it? Do they just don't understand that, you know, Jesus was able to do it, so why can't they? I think if we had kids, um, I, I've met teenagers who have grown up apart from, I don't want to say it like this, but who've had much simpler lives, mm-hmm. grown mm-hmm. up apart from society. They, they, you know, their life was on a farm. Mm. Um, they, they don't have all this stuff. Yeah. you know cluttering their mind and oh and then on that end too then i have met other teenagers who have lived the simple life but now they yearn for like all the stuff mm. that they know you know so there's two modes the one where the simple life teenager who's so happy mm-hmm. where they are they, they don't need they don't need the video games they they, they know how to communicate with their with their communities you know, people around them, small town, so forth. But then, and then you get the other, the other half, who's the the opposite. But I think that if, <laughs> and this is why the simplicity is is so important. Perhaps kids just need a break. Perhaps if there was not so much clouding their minds with. Um, everybody's opinions the opinions of society um you know the rules that come down from the generations perhaps it would be simpler to obey our parents but because we're because they're battling with everybody else and all the opinions and what is trending um and and, you know also i forget i don't even know where it started but the whole thing about we have rights too yes they do Mm. but once that started right i think i'm not even Mm. sure if it's if it's when one kid in california decided to divorce his parents Mm. yeah i remember that yeah i remember that those things while while you know 
kids do have rights, especially um, if, if they've been abused and so forth. But but for other reasons, you know, I have rights, you know, why can't I have that car? Or, you know, it, it's, you know, it's, it's too much. So sometimes I think as society, we've empowered kids to be the way that they are. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And so, and that whole, and that whole thing trickles down into the obedience factor. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. Mm. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm laying it out here now. Mm. Um, I lived a sheltered life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had, my, my stuff was, my ducks were in a row with my parents, you know, go home, do your homework, watch TV at a certain time this and that sector, you know, and my parents were, God knows, I was adopted if you guys didn't know that by now. I'm sure you probably, you, well, I know you know that, Don, because I was, when I said it on my, um, when I said it on my part, uh, my testimony, you know about that. Yeah. And um, my parents were like, they were pretty strict. You talk about people that were 30, 35 years older than you. Mm. So think about that. Growing up in the 70s and the 80s. Mm. And discipline was like in your face. So you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like I said, mm-hmm. times and times and generations change. And I think that's the outcome of how some of the students are now because of so many, like you said, so many rights and so many other things. Because I've only started getting things to happen to me in my life when I stepped away from my parents, like when I first went off to college. Mm-hmm. And um everybody was was Joe, join this group or Joe, join this religion or Joe, try this or, you know, and all these other things. But then I, you know, I was with my parents for so long at the time. I instantly just said, no, I'm not even part of this. So Mm -hmm. I ended up being like, you know, the oddball. Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying, but nowadays, look at it now, you know, look at it now. You, you got society protecting your kids. That's right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's it's crazy. It's actually crazy. I mean, even even to this day, I, I love and respect my parents so much. So even to at the age I am, 42, my mother can still give me a look across the table. Yeah, yeah. I remember and that I know I, I know that I said something out of line or that I shouldn't have I, I shouldn't have done that. You know, mm-hmm. so immediately I'm I'm back in it. But now now you have, you know our kids now and you can look at them and they'll be like what what, what? you looking at yeah <laughs> you know what's, what's, what's going on what, my shirt on i don't know what's going on you know? mom why are you looking at me? what what i do <laughs> uh, because you da 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 so you know and then there's a the whole attitude that follows and you know I, I was telling i was telling my children you know and even when my parents come visit here in my own house okay, mm-hmm. my, own house <laughs> it's still like okay grandma and grandpa are here we obey <laughs> we obey what it okay. is um which which is fine I, I remember the first time i came up with um i came against quote unquote society societies i was shopping in a store with chance he was i don't know like two years old he was in the front basket of the cart and he kept trying to stand up. And even if I, even if I buckled him in, he figured out how to undo that buckle. Mm-hmm. Right? He kept standing up, trying to reach over to grab stuff. And there was a point, you know, my parents did not hide discipline from me. If we, if 
we did something wrong, like super wrong. First, we'd be talked to. And then if we repeated it, you know, there'd be yeah. something a little bit more. But then, you know, the third thing is always the the slipper, the belt or whatever. And because I was I've the youngest, I, I rarely because I was the youngest, I rarely got the slipper or belt in my and my siblings are like, you're lucky you're spoiled, you know, but <laughs> and and I never um, I never withheld discipline from my kids when I knew that they were going to get hurt, hurt. for something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so after the third or fourth time, I'm telling I keep buckling him like chance, sit down, you're going to fall, baby. And he wouldn't do it. So I gave him a sharp tap on the thigh. So mm-hmm. he was wearing a, like a baby onesie mm. or something like that. So his skin, I mean, he's it's Hawaii, mm. <laughs> you know, boom. <laughs> and I didn't realize that a lady had been a, a fellow shopper had been kind of tailing me mm. um, during the second or third encounter. Every time I rebuckled him back in and my, my words got louder, stop it. But she was on me, right? Like five seconds wow. after that slap and she goes, how dare you touch your child? How dare you hit your Excuse child? Excuse me, where's she from? Where's she uh, from? I don't know, you know, and, I, and she goes, you know, what? this is, she goes, this is the type of thing that, you know, I can report you to, to child protective services. And I'm like, did you not see that he's been about going to on? Yeah. topple over and smack <laughs> his head on the floor here? No, there are other ways to deal with your children. You can wow. use words and and so, so that's what, that was my first brush with that. And so I realized it's how we teach our children, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and how do you teach them? Sometimes I think, you know, there, there's that verse in the, in the Bible, <laughs> discipline mm-hmm. your children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yes. Wow. Right. I just, I just had the one to be done. Go ahead, Don. Apologies. Yeah. I was just thinking about the, the Adventist kid that doesn't listen to their parents just because you know it's like well the peer pressure the pull of the world is just so more interesting mm-hmm. than let me be yeah. obedient to christ it's just mm-hmm. like why Much do we have feeling. to it's always the yeah but i don't want to be in the bubble anymore i i just hear that so often yes. i don't want to be mm. in the bubble anymore i'm like what is this bubble i don't want to <laughs> be in the bubble because i want to be able to go out there and do what out there yeah it's, freedom it's like why why do we get it why do why do you think our children come away from that um thought of you know what i just want to serve god 100 percent as opposed to let me go out there and check what's going on out there. Mm. Uh, I, I, uh, and I don't think this is only a problem with Adventist households. I think no, it's a problem it's not, with all, it's it's across, all Christian all across Christian the world. Across the board, you know, yeah. Across yeah. the board. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's because, well, we, we as adults, we know the crazy, stupid things that we did, even when our mm-hmm. parents said no. Right. Mm-hmm. And right, so right. and so now we're trying to impart that same <laughs> mentality. Be good. Please don't do that. Mm-hmm. But they always feel like they're missing out, out. for mm-hmm. some reason. And you know, the, the same thought crossed my mind. You know, I saw kids going to nightclubs, um the older teenagers and so forth. Oh, yeah, I want to do that. And you know, my mom would always say, Oh. You're a you're a young preacher, so that mm. that made it worse. Restrictive. Mm-hmm. That yep. made yes. it worse. Yes. You know, you had a title um, over it. 
right you know you can't you can't go to that movie because that's too much i don't care if all your friends are seeing it um and 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 you can't do this remember who you are representing not only yeah. our family but christ and so of forth course. and yes. and in, in in a weird way some of it didn't quite allow me to grow up and make my mm. own mistakes mm. right so so when i was of the age 18 19 i'm like yes let's go dancing okay i better not i better not give okay whatever anyway it's out there right <laughs> let's go it's no edit button on this dancing, one right and and <laughs> and but but we always made sure um to always go in a group Mm-hmm. You know, I never mm-hmm. go Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, never, never do that. But, but you know, it, it, things are hopping and popping on a Saturday night. But of course, we picked the clubs that were safe mm-hmm. and, yeah. and so forth. But so, when when you're in it, when you're in it, and and you see you see everything going on in the clubs, and I'm just like, ooh, oh, mm, mm. And, <laughs> and then you get on you get uncomfortable because it's everything that your parents were telling you is now coming yeah. true this Come is what you're going to yeah. see out there this mm-hmm. is what this, this is what how people are going to talk to you they don't care that you're a church girl mm-hmm. they don't know that you're a church girl coming mm-hmm. into the club mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they don't they don't you No, know, they don't know watch how you dress and i always made sure to be dressed prop to, to be dressed properly mm-hmm. you know and and all this and it was like a it was kind of like a a, a, a battle so to so to speak i didn't go as often as the rest of my people did but you know armando did take me to the to the spanish nights um Mm. and and sometimes the things that were on base and on base i mean no holds bards on on base right when all Mm -hmm. the men are are out there so he was always keeping this perimeter guard around me like even if he's dancing with me and doing a doing his thing he's he's all he's not looking at me he's looking all around you yeah. know, and, and see, I'm so, I just came, I'm fresh out of not knowing anything, anything, mm, anything. Mm. here's this man of the world soldier, five mm. years ahead of me, he knows everything. And I'm just like, what are you doing? Who are you looking at? Why, why, why are you staring at that guy? All weird. He's like, because people are looking all around at you. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, you know, and these, you know, so these things, you know, now fast forward to seven years later. I had had chance. We were in England, and one of my friends said, "Hey, can the can the two of you or come with us to an ice bar?" I don't know what that meant, right? I was mm-hmm, thinking, mm-hmm. Oh, you know, it's really cool. I mean. This is this is um, yeah, not the one where everything's frozen and ice, but it was. I don't know why it was called ice bar. It was this new trendy thing in there, and. And you know Armando couldn't go because he has he has the kids, the kid, and so now and and I was doing a project about um, human so socialism and stuff because that was my degree, and and so I'm like okay I want to see how how people interact and you know it's so the mentality was so different coming into a club seven or five years after we had five or six years after we stopped. Mm. going right because mm-hmm. we only went clubbing when i was 18 slash into 19 and then mommyhood happened real quickly mm. and that stopped everything right everything like, yeah so yeah. now you now i go in as a married woman as a mother um 
and I, it's weirdly I'm a chaperone I feel like the chaperone for all these 19 20 something kids I'm like 25 years old 26 mm-hmm. years old mm. and it was so strange to be in a place where I recognized in, in, in my teens and in other experiences, but I looked at it with fresh eyes. And if I just took out the music, what it looked like to me was just a whole meat trap. Yep. Mm-hmm. It is. You know, is. Mm-hmm. guys and girls preening for mm-hmm. each other, Asian. girls barely wearing nothing, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and my, 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 my friends, my friends coming out oh do you know there's somebody there's there's a couple doing it in the bathroom what 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 what, what? <laughs> how does this happen you know my i'm still somewhat naive still because everything ended so quickly for me mm-hmm. when i was yeah. younger so right. to hear it and then to hear someone else say oh yeah wait for that person because that per you know that person of our group is is doing a line and I'm just like, oh my goodness, I'm responsible for all of yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, for all of you. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow, wow. And 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 it's just, how old was I? I was 25, 24. Wow. wow. And mm. I wasn't that much older than, them. than any of them. Than them, yeah. Mentality was there was uh, more mature, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And wow. so I'm thinking, oh my word, now I felt like my mother, like, oh stop it you stop it you get away break <laughs> apart you know <laughs> like i couldn't i couldn't enjoy myself i barely even danced come on jen let's dance I'm like, oh, no no i'm, I'm just watching <laughs> i'm just watching everybody <laughs> yeah. yeah i can see that one <laughs> wow wow you, you mentioned something about um you know when jesus was born in his swaggering clothes and you mentioned about the shepherd you remember that Mm-hmm. You talked to the shepherd and you said their job was pretty much the loneliest jobs, the dirty job mm-hmm. and everything. And what was the reason you said that, that, that they were, they were last, they were being told last of the birth oh, no, of I, Jesus. Um, they, they were told, did I say last? I think I said they were told, they were the first, they were oh, the first, first. Okay, the, okay, they, okay. they were the last in the sequence. Okay. You, know, gotcha. you got married, uh-huh. Joseph, baby. And then the last right. in the sequence of what happened, but, mm-hmm. but they were, they were told first. Okay. Um, and my thought on that, and, and some of the research proved that they were told first because they were the most, not only, not only was their job the lone, uh, loneliest or the lowliest because of how they, what was a part of that. What was part but, of it, yeah. Right. Yeah, right, right. But, um, but they also had the most access hmm. to their communities. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, trying to think of a, a a high thing like if you have a mcdonald's worker just like saying hey hey this is what happened and is able to what happens in this mcdonald's they're all able to say something versus what happens in some private high office mm-hmm. you know, who are they go who, who are the people going to believe mm-hmm. the regular folk mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who's who's been around there who who they who, who they um socialize with mm-hmm. every so often they got to go into town sometime too but they know who the shepherds are yeah hmm. you know something i, I was just a fun uh, astonishing you said that they, they would just sit down and lay down and sleep with the sheep you know mm-hmm. they're much more like a watchman you know 
right. uh, for that. Okay, I just want, wanted to get a little clarification on that one. Thank you. Hmm. All right, so then you talked about promises and how we can hold on to God's promises. When you are going through so much discouragement, how do you hold on to God's promise? How do we say, oh, you know what? I don't feel good right now, but I will still trust God. How, how is that possible? You just keep looking back. You mm. keep looking back at what he did six weeks ago, mm. six months ago, a year ago. Mm. And sometimes it's really easy to forget the miracle that you asked for and then he gave you know, the whole struggle to get that prayer answered and, and so on and so forth. And then it happens. Mm -hmm. And then, and then because it finally a weight is off your shoulders and that's been answered, um, you know, boom, regular day life again, and you get knocked down again. And so how you keep going through is you just keep looking back at what mm -hmm. he has, at what he has done mm -hmm. and how it has worked out for you. Mm. I get that. I get asked that a lot. <laughs> imagine. I can imagine. Um, moving on to okay, you just came back from burying your sister, and you mentioned about the family you thought that would be a little bit more closer, and you mentioned mm -hmm. about them being divided. Why so? Well, I mean, what what transpired? Divided because there were different opinions on whether who has the right to bury who, you know, do parents have the right or do adults, uh, do, do the adult children have a right? Um, and, and my parents wanted to conduct um, a, a memorial service based on the fact that, well, she's their daughter, but, but also the fact that there had been so many challenges in their life especially my mom's in in the last year right and she because my sister my, my sister passed so quickly and unexpectedly she doesn't know now you know even though I'm well what could happen you know what could happen to me or your father and let's let's not drag this out any longer you know let's let, let's bury her and and there were some things that were stopping some um some things that my sister never cleared up, like identification and, and all that. So state things that needed to be done, you know? Mm -hmm. And and finally, you know, my parents are like, let's bury, let's bury her. Um, but, but, you know, on the other hand, the, the opinion of her adult children was that, you know, we want our own thing, which is fine, you know, mm -hmm. but, you know, we shouldn't, we shouldn't have to do what, grandma wants done um and my and grandma is like you you can do your thing too i will support that but mm -hmm. but you know their thing was going to happen is going to happen in the next year sometime mm -hmm. and so grandma was afraid that something just might happen to them mm -hmm. my father and my mother that might not enable them to see that happen next year. Okay. So they wanted something to happen. So, you know, we go um, thinking that things are, things are going to be hooking the door, but, but it didn't because, because no one ever came to an agreement on, or agreement on which way it should be done. And, and, you know, my parents said, okay, well, everybody has been waiting. Everybody's been waiting. We're going to, we're going to do this. Mm. Um, we need this closure. Mm -hmm. this you know mm -hmm. and and so the divide you know the divide comes when 
half of the family doesn't show up. Mm. Yep. Um, you know, when, 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 when one of my siblings doesn't show up with their family, when, when the children of my sister who passed, the children also don't show up. Mm. Oh, you know? wow. So, so it, it caused a lot of, it, it caused hurt. I mean, my, my parents are pretty much over it now i think mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. but it caused a lot of hurt and it caused a lot of questioning you know <laughs> how do you and how do you how do you answer the public who's not the public but those who come because the the, the question will be and was where is so and so where is and yeah yeah, and you, yeah. you don't you don't want to you don't want everyone to know the family business so you just have to say things that will that will cover both but still be the truth i'm sorry there was just some miscommunication and and whatever that needed to be said just to smooth things over mm -hmm. you know for that point but but you know that i left i left feeling feeling that I was leaving my parents in the lurch. They were oh. very, they were very emotional, mm. you know, when I left, and um, having the support of only two of their children, and 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 they didn't know when, they 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 didn't know when you know the rest of the family would be talking. That's that's sad. So you know, it's 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 i'm thinking oh you know the thing was, oh, do you have to go so quickly mm. and in yeah. the back of in the back of my mind is like i've been here so many times <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i've been here so many times and each time it feels like it goes by in a whirlwind you know mm -hmm. but but at the same time i i i knew the the hurt mm. that they were experiencing and, and i knew they would have benefited from just a little longer even the, it's just the presence, you know, mm -hmm. being there, mm -hmm. yeah. right? You don't have to be doing anything because we didn't yeah. do it. We didn't do anything. We didn't go to the beach. You know, we just hung out at the house. Yeah. And um and but you know, I'm like, I'm so sorry, mom. I gotta go. I gotta go. Mm -hmm. And 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 that's why I said, you know, I, I come home thinking that okay, that is done. That mm -hmm. brought closure for the most part for the family this year is wrapping up thank you jesus that that's the last thing and you think that's mm. done and, and it's not it's the things are never done there's mm. always things that come up and and it's kind of wacky i know yeah you're right you are right when you talked about your your um studies mm -hmm. yeah wanting just to give up because it's just too hard throw in the towel throw in the towel and just like walk away from it tell us a little bit about your friend who is encouraged who encouraged you to like no that's not the way to go there's actually two of them one didn't really want to be mentioned because she knows that i use it in my sermons so i kind of melded melded them into, one, into person. one person you yeah. know but but both um really said um one 
has seen my journey, you know, ever since seminary where we mm. met, mm. Um, we, she's witnessed all the things from seminary time that my family have been through, you know, losing the jobs and different calls that never happened and mm. just e- everything. So she's seen that and, and she keeps speaking into my life. So when, when this thought of the dissertation was coming, I said, Hey, you know, it's really weird. Um, I don't know why, but this dissertation keeps popping up and several people tell me, Hey, or, I mean, studies, just the, the, the demon studies period. Mm. Um, hey, you should go for that. You should go for that. And I keep thinking, God, God, no, but you know how God works in my life is he keeps making people talk to me. Mm-hmm. And so, and so finally, you know, I decided um, at that point, two years ago, well, Lord, if you, if this is going to happen, this has to happen this way. You got to move mountains, move doors. And it really wasn't actually, it was a little early for me to, according to the rules, um, you need to be, you, you need to be in ministry about three or four years. Three or four first. years. Okay. Wow. Before mm-hmm. you start, you know, wow. and I don't know, you know, when, when I first petitioned, that's what I was told. And then when I wrote a letter again, just a few months later, the director changed um, their mind. Wow. You know, and said, no, yes, we, we will let you do it. So now, now it comes to, well, how am I going to fund it? Because I know, you know, the conference also said too, you know, no, no, because these are the rules, right? Mm-hmm. The same three or four. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll fund it myself. Like, I don't know how I'm going to do it. Well, I'm going to fund it. You know, so I started calling around, you know, say, hey, could you, but, you know, fund me. And some people are like, no, someone said, yes, if you have to do it by yourself, you know, we can maybe take care of the books and mm. so forth. Mm. So, so then I, I thought, okay, how, so this is, you know, you're thinking in your own strength now, like, mm. this is what I can do. Da, da, da. Yeah, and yeah. so, and so one day I just sent a letter to one man I can't do names at all um I sent a letter to the conference and I talked to someone at the conference I said hey so I'd like to do this is this is a plan and this person says you know I saw your initial letter and I and and I said to them and I said let's allow her Mm -hmm. but you know um I guess that did get it I guess that didn't that message wasn't clear. So just hold on a little bit and let me, and I told this person, I can do this. I can get, so-and-so has agreed to sponsor this part. So this part I can take care of. Mm. Person looked at me direct in the eyes and says, but you're not supposed to worry about that part. Yeah. If, if, if we're going to sponsor you, we're going to sponsor you the full way. Like, like we've sponsored whoever else we've allowed to be in the programs. Oh my goodness. And so, you know, let me, let me just hold on a little bit and let me go talk. I'm going to go have a meeting with people. Mm. And then sure enough, you know, a few days later, I had, I had this letter from, from the conference saying, and then a call, you know, Mm. on top of the letter saying, yes, you, you have been chosen. We have, we have decided to Mm. sponsor you through. So now with my friend now, it's being this thing like, whoa, Jen, these doors are opening that shouldn't be opened. Opened. There is a reason that you are doing this right now. And of course you go into it. And of course the majority of the program are all male, except for three of us 
females, right? And so it's a whole nother ball game. And then all these things, first year was hard. This year was so much harder because of everything that has happened to me. Mm. And so now this friend, because I, I talked to both of these um, mentors, sisters mm. last week, and I, and I said, I can't, you know, and I've been, you know, I've been telling Armando, literally, even flying back on the plane, you know, silly me, I brought some books mm. to to Hawaii. I brought, I, I brought some digital books. So you know what? I'm going to get something done, <laughs> you know, and, and I'm, I'm flying back and I'm realizing I got nothing. To, what, what was I thinking? You know, and I told Armando, I'd actually been telling him a couple weeks before the memorial. I don't know how this is going to happen. And Armando's always like, oh, you'll be fine. Don't worry. God is with you. There you go. To encourage you know, and, and 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 then on the plane, you know, he's and I tell him like during one of our layovers, I'm, he's like, "What's wrong with you?" I said, "This is not going to happen." Ah, no, I gotta, I gotta stop. And he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's like, "Really?" After all that you, all this work that you've already put into it, mm-hmm. now you're going to stop. How much more do you have to write? So I tell him the number of pages. He sees all the books, you know, and he's like, you're going to have no problem with this. I'm like, but you're not the one who has to read, absorb, spit it back out, you know? And, and, you know, there's all this. And finally he told me, and it was one of those, it's just how he, it's just how he does it. Sometimes it's one of those flippant comments that he goes, all right whatever i'll support you whatever way i guess mm-hmm. if you're gonna give up you're gonna give up yeah you know you, come on he's like you know, you did this for two years and now you're just gonna throw in the towel you know i'll support you i said uh, so now i'm arguing back i go you know sometimes you have to look at you be real look at your limitations Mm -hmm. sometimes he's like right look at your limitations after god opened all the doors for you in the beginning Mm -hmm. like you know i'm like (laughs) you know and and i thought about it but you know he you know bless his heart he came you know he i don't know what night that was but the next day or the day or two days later he puts his arm around me he goes i really mean it you know if you really feel like you can't do this, if you really are looking at the realities, I'm supporting you. I mean, I'm praying for you, but you know, sometimes some things we need to let go. And if mm. you need to let go, I would agree with that. You know, I, uh, I, I'm yeah. here. So now I'm at like, least, or at least say on hold, you know? Yeah. At least on hold. Right. Right. Or, or, or on hold. Right. Yeah. Just on hold. And, and so, you know, that, that, that was that, but then I called, you know, I was sitting there in the car, you know, one of these mentors called me out of the blue for something completely different. And then I say what I said, I said, I'm, oh, you know, then, then after we talk about their thing, well, how are you doing? You know what, you know, this thing I'm throwing in the towel. What? Why? Mm-hmm. 
you know, and, and I explain myself and, and she's like, oh, so you're letting fear stop mm. you. Mm. You're letting, she goes, you know, fears of the enemy. And this is exactly what he's trying to do, scare you that you can't do it. Okay, so you have X amount of pages left to do and X amount of books left to read. It's doable. Hmm. Every time people tell me it's doable, I look at my stuff, right? And I'm like, I think 70, right? You know, or, or, or more, <laughs> you know, I'm just like, really? You know, and it's, so some of these books are not thin books. They're, they're books that speak a whole nother language. I'm not talking about languages, but just a whole nother the volumes. Yeah. Psychological, sociological language that you have to read and read and read mm. to make sense of, mm. you know, and, and I'm just like, how is it that people have this confidence that I cannot see? you know and then oh just envision it envision it jen envision you finishing it yeah i'm vision i have a picture and i also have a picture of me just dying you know just <laughs> you know and so which which one am i envisioning and so you that know, was more clear right it's, it's more clear and mm. then and then the other friend the other mentor who, who who's seen me um through through seminary mm. she's one who's like so you asked for this, even though people spoke it into you, you asked God for it, you, you got confirmation, you got the conference sponsorship and backing. Mm -hmm. And you're going to walk away. You know, then when you put it like that, then it makes me feel like. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're, that's you it know, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like, it well, now. Well, and, and then, they, and they both said it, but then when she said it again, she, when she repeated what the other had said, she said, um, don't you think, I said, you don't understand. She goes, oh yeah, 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 I know what you've been through. I know what you've been through. I'm like, no, 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 this year alone, every two months. Yes, I know, but did you, do you not know, have you no thought that God saw way back that this year would be hell for you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you not yeah. know? Did you not know? You know, he he ordained this when he opened the doors, knowing that this year was gonna be the year that everything was gonna happen. <laughs> you know, and he opened the doors anyway. Mm. And, she, and they're like, she's like, and Jen, if you had known what this year was gonna be all about, mm -hmm. what would you have done? Mm. And, and I go, well, what do you mean by that? What would you have done if you had known all these things were going to happen? Mm. And I said, I would have done my very best to avoid every single one. Mm -hmm. and, and she goes, right. But God puts us, allows these trials to strengthen us, right? As you, as you have been preaching this whole year. There you go. I and told I'm you. Like, I'm like, yeah. She goes, so what more? What more with everything? What, what, what have you had? You've had cancer. You've had hospitalization for your husband. You've had death. You've had COVID. I mean, like, really, what else could happen? <laughs> Whatever. Be quiet. You know. <laughs> you know. Yeah. That's <laughs> enough. You've had all of this. And what more? You've seen him work. Hmm. What more? What more can he do with this? Hmm. You know, and. I'm just like, yeah, but so, I mean, I got, I got to tell like 
the listeners, you know, I am so, when I look at it, all my prayers have been for my family, my people to get out of their situations. Mm. Lord, please heal my mother. Lord, please heal my husband. Lord, please make this evangelism for Hawaii be good for your people. Mm. Father, please be with my sister's um, children. Father, be be with my children. Heal them from COVID. Because mm. I'm thinking if I can together with my prayers intercede so that God can take care of the rest of everything mm-hmm. then I'm clear that then mm-hmm. I that clears me now to work on my stuff mm. but I never quite included myself mm. in that I was going wow. for everybody else yeah I forgot about you and and so that's why my friend was like you know the promise is for you too yeah it is I think that's such a um a tendency that we do especially as women we tend to think about everybody else make sure everybody else is doing okay and then we forget even to ask god for the main things that we need yeah mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. wife says that too she said i empty myself out to everybody, everybody. and then mm-hmm. i found out i don't have nobody to mentor me yeah mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. she says that you know she does and i feel kind of exactly. like yeah, I can only do what I can do as a husband. I'm like, you know, I can't get no Superman juice around here. I'm sorry. I, I just can't help you, but I do what I, I'm like your husband. I would say, you know, I'm here for you, you know? You know this she's... is what I told, this is what I told my husband. I, 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 I didn't even realize, I didn't realize, and he told me this in Hawaii, you know how you're with you're going through stuff and you're with your spouse and then you don't realize that you're snapping at them or you're or you're acting more Mm -hmm. than you should be Mm. right so then i I, then then i see the back off you know i see the okay sure honey whatever whatever i will do whatever you know and then then you come you feel the little the little like coldness right but you're just like you're so caught up in what you're doing Mm. yeah okay whatever they'll Mm -hmm. they'll they'll figure themselves out until one point i I, until at one point i said what's going on and he goes you're asking me what's going on what's going on with you (laughs) you know and he goes and he said to me i feel like an outsider Mm. and i said what does that mean he goes you're so connected right now to x y and z that 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 you're snapping at me to get stuff done and mm. i'm not in sh- i'm not entirely wa- sure why mm. yeah. and i broke down and i said and i said to him i feel so alone mm. Mm. and he says what do you mean we're all here around you mm. and i said i feel so alone because well i can't i can't tell him things that are said in confidence to me right mm-hmm. so i have as pastors we have to deal with all these stories mm-hmm. and yeah. everybody's mm-hmm. crisis that comes mm-hmm. to us mm-hmm. but but unless it's also told to my husband mm-hmm. by those same people mm-hmm. we can't divulge that's true that's true right we can't so we are holding 
and people say, oh, but you can leave. And for the most part, I can leave things, quote unquote, at the office. But when there are some things that are so like heartbreaking to yeah. hear, you know, and then you still can't say it because, you know, then the, then your spouse will know. I'm like, oh, you know, yeah, I just, I just, quiet, 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 you know. <laughs> and so and so he goes, I'm here but you're not letting me help you go, but you don't understand. I feel alone because I am, I'm taking these things on. Mm. I'm helping mom and dad. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm helping these with our kids to get through their stuff that they need to get done, even though they are, you know, because they weren't in school because they had COVID, right? right. <laughs> you know, and so I'm doing this. And, and, and I'm asking you all for help in this department, i.e. chores, mm -hmm. and it's not yes. happening. So I feel very alone, hmm. but you can talk to me anytime. True. But I can talk to you and you're an ear mm -hmm. and it's good to unload it to you on some things, but the rest of it, you can't help me with, mm -hmm. you know? you can't you can't do that he's like oh and he's right and he goes and just like what you said joe you're there but there's yeah. only yeah. so much so much you can do with it yeah i mean physically yes i am there but right he wants more she right i more. mean he can hug me to death he can hold me while i cry but i can't tell him why i'm crying it was for <laughs> yeah. some things right you know mm -hmm. And, and, and so he's like, wow, he goes, so he said, he goes, now I have to change my whole perception mm. of how I'm supporting you. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah. I understand that. That's so true. Wow. 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 I tell you, Pastor Jen, I can tell you this much. You are a living book. You are. You are a living book. I'm talking about, you just turn the pages and then every now and then you need to turn back. Whoa, 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 wait, wait, did I miss something? Mm -hmm. and then you got to go right back in again then you start moving the pages again and once again oh, 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 oh I, start, I forgot something again mm -hmm. and that's it so all i gotta say is god bless you god bless you pastor you know you 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 have a you have a you have a what you call a platter lifestyle <laughs> a what a platter, a platter. what does that mean you, you that means you don't need a plate anymore everything's on a platter you need large. something bigger oh, a large you need something <laughs> large. i need a bigger table man yeah man you you know how they do a family reunions when they try to stuff all the food on your plate yep and somebody, <laughs> somebody say you need a platter you just need a platter <laughs> but uh but but thank you for that pastor thank you for the message that you've given us thank you for just putting yourself out there when you tell your sermon uh, which is a whole lot about you and your family and things you experience, and God is still covering you. So remember, you might want to take that thorn out, but God says not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Right. I know. It's, I know. It's a easier said than done. I always remember your testimony. That's right. The original, the very first one you did, and when you said that you were sitting in that conference, conference, and mm. God said this. You're nearly there to get this. You just got to keep going. See? I can see it's just going to be so powerful when you do it because you have the experiences that you go through every single time. You see how God just steps in and helps you. And you're able every time. You did it this time. You did it again. He did. So when you go in front of all of those people, tell them 
he can do it. It's not because you're going to just say he can do it just because, hey, because he said he would. It's because yeah. I know he can do it because I'm in there. There you go. Oh, that's it's... what makes it that's what makes it so authentic. Mm. So when you finish all the books. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> all, the, all the things you have to tell. Everyone I will. I mean, if everyone you need me to read for you, I'll read and check your grammar and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I will. Hey, you're just going to realize, you. wait. I'm here. Mm-hmm. I made it. Yeah. yeah. That will be the and next, there you go. That'll be the next step. step. But then you can't stop there because he has the big plan for you. There you go. Much That's bigger. True. So someone told me, you know what? You can, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it was my husband or, 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 or one of those women. Sure. You can throw in the towel, but you know, six months from now when you're right. So, so, you know, you're out of the program, you threw in the towel, you gave up. Six mm-hmm. months from now, you know, you're, you're doing your thing, churchly life and, all, you know, church life and working and stuff. And then you're going to look back knowing that everyone is still in school and they have, what, two more years, mm-hmm. you know, and then you're going to say, man, if I had just pushed that much That's more, a little bit much more, I yes. could have done it. You know, and they, yeah. all these things that people are telling me are like, oh, shh, just. <laughs> because you know what you have to do you know you gotta do it you You gotta do it i'm just like you know honestly sometimes it's like just let me give up (laughs) you know like just let me give up please just please take my headache away because i've been having constant like tension migraines and all these things right just let me give up but then you know they're right because then i have to kind of like slap myself and i'm like yeah, yeah. I, I would look back and I would be like disappointed. Like, yeah, you would. You I, I could have done it. But, you know, even even going back to the, what you were saying, Don, about being able to say things and speak authentically to that. <laughs> My question then sometimes is sometimes and I, I know God works differently with different people mm. as he works with me. Mm. I get that I need to go through experiences, but. Did they have to come so much in succession and in a greater form? So here's one tiny thing and then it gets 20% greater and 20% more greater and 20. And it's almost like, it's almost like there's this big balloon that he's going to pop, pop, you know? And I remember telling Colin this, and I've said this before, he said it. Oh man, these experiences, man, these are the things that make you do what you do. And he goes, I can't, you know, what's the next thing? You know, and really the next, like, I I think the the next, next thing, thing. Yeah, right? I'm yeah. not sure if the next thing was my, was, was Armando's hospitalization or no, my sister. It was sister. It was yeah. Sister. And I'm just like, really? <laughs> you know, I mean, what? That's why yeah. when I had realized I think this past, when I did the sermon this past Sabbath, and sometimes this is why, this is why our our professors tell us, you know, say your sermon out loud to yourself first, Mm. so you can hear it. This Mm. time, sometimes I haven't been able to do that. Mm. And I kind of wish I did, because Mm. then when I said it out loud the first time, I'm like, ooh, there are some things I should have I should have put in there. And when I Mm. did it and then I realize it and then the emotion hits me, Mm. I try very hard not to get emotional while on the platform, like as in crying or anything like that. But then but then 
God was hitting me in all sorts of ways through the songs that were being just some of the lyrics of the songs that were being done. You know, he's unstoppable, unchangeable, um, you know, unshakable, you know, yeah. fill, fill my heart that fill, fill it up so that all I can see now, whatever's going through, because you're God alone in the good times and bad and fill, fill my life so that all they may see is you. You know, I was crying back there. I'm like, no, I'm not crying yet. I'm crying. I'm tearing up as I'm like, yes. And I'm writing it. I'm writing the song into my notes. Mm. And then as I'm then the second service using that song, because now the praise team's behind me and I'm just, now it's just flowing in my head. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why am I crying? (laughs) Why? No, stop crying. (laughs) You know, but (laughs) It happens there, yeah. you know. Amen. Amen. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. 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 Oh. Pastor Jen, I tell you, she, whew, man. If anybody's living the book, you are. That's all I can say. You're living it, man, and your family. Yeah. But I thank you, Don. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Mm. All right, Pastor Jen, lead us home, Pastor. All right, I will. Heavenly Father, you sent your Son as a promise father to be all the names that you knew he would be father you knew that he would be our wonderful our counselor our mighty god our prince of peace and our everlasting father you knew all this you knew what he would do for us father and we thank you for the promise of your son especially during this season is it's not about it's not about the gifts father it's not about all the carols, it's not even about the programs, Lord, but it's about the gift, the promise of this gift and what this promise is still doing in our lives today. Father, help us to be able to take the, to take the promise, the promise of your son, Jesus, to apply it in all factors of our life, not only just to be the salvation for those around us, but be our salvation, Father, in all everyday things, Father. Help us to remember this and embrace the fact that your promise is our promise, my, Jennifer's promise. It's Joe's promise. It's Dawn's promise. It doesn't just belong to our families because we want them to to prosper. This belongs to you, belong to us personally and this is why you came as you did as that baby in that setting father Mm -hmm. you came so that we could all relate to you in one form or another Mm -hmm. and so i thank you for that promise i thank you i I can't even i I don't even know how to say i thank you for seeing it all from the beginning Mm -hmm. and doing it father doing it as you have so help us to embrace you lord in all these aspects of life help us to embrace your promise in your name amen 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 pastor thank you blessings to you for the rest of the week thank you thank you and all right and continue being our pastor we appreciate you for your services that you do at church mm-hmm. thank you thank you so all much right. Dawn is always Dawn and she's always like I said the lady in the clutch she is a number one <laughs> fan she's the lady in the clutch without a doubt lady in the clutch that could yeah. be a song it can be yeah and you know it to hours <laughs> to listen more to Pastor Hernandez's sermon please go to Plantation SDA YouTube channel or simply go to plantationsda.tv 
Also, you can go to your YouTube channel to be notified of all our upcoming live stream mm. programs. And lastly, you can subscribe to our favorite podcast. That's why I said our. Yes, our. yes. It's our. Yes, it's our. And you know what that means, Don. Hit that button. Like, like. Hit that button. That's right. Well, thank you. <laughs> Take it away, Don. All right. So the birthdays for this time are on the 12th, Sabrina. Sabrina. Yes, yeah, she had a birthday oh. on the 14th. Is Christopher right. Robinson and Carla Coleman. I don't know that person. Coleman? I don't. And hmm. the last one is on the 17th and it's Claude Dose. Oh, Lord. The piano guy. Bling, bling. <laughs> All right. Very nice. Well, happy birthday. Got to give Sabrina a shout out. Probably do it through Facebook, I guess. <laughs> uh, give her a shout out. <laughs> yeah. Well, her son had one too. Her son was last month, I believe. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, ladies, thank you very much for this. Once again, pass the blessings to you and your family. Dawn, as always, thank you so much. And good to be back. And for everybody, continue to, uh, I want to say this right quick. Please, special prayers out for the victims in the tornadoes in Kentucky. That was horrible. I mean, it was horrible. And we just need to continue. But I hope that whatever happens, that they find Christ in all of us, mm-hmm. because He will yes. get the glory. All right. Amen. 